Cut to Orbital Radio. Where all the sexy people go. And anacondas sell for 100 credits. Well, howdy there, partner. My name's Buck. And I'm a trader. People ask me, Mr. Naked, just what do you trade in? Well, I'll trade anything to earn me more credits. But what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it as the Lakon Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. And when I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit, counting the credits those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, Pick yourself up a Lakon Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight. Good evening, ladies and gentle truckers from Studio 3 at Hodden Orbital. As usual, I'm your host, Dick Chafing, and back tonight after a three-week-long break, we have... Rudolf Hucker. In tonight's news... He said, without the button, where's the button going? No, don't do this to me! Disaster strikes in George's pants. Team entries received for Hogan's run. Commander Star-Lord Prime still hunting for rares. And congratulations offered to Team Hotbox. Disaster has struck in George's pants. Our much-anticipated huge election has led to disappointment. We failed. We lost. The Federals won. We didn't gain a large pad. After Alvin issued a second decree, our three teams descended upon the major controlling faction, blaming them for our flaccid performance in George's pants, and took it upon themselves to attack system forces throughout the area. We crept within range of declaring war. They ignored us. They couldn't be coaxed into doing what we wanted in George's pants. Alvin is said to be furious. He has authorised the use of all and any tactics to nuke all opposing factions into the system. They are to be obliterated. He has told us that he wants it to go all go off in George's pants. Good luck, commanders. It's gonna get messy. In happier news, the inaugural endurance race for the Hutton Cup has now received a stack of entries from official teams throughout the Milky Way. We will be joined by three wings from Hutton Orbital, including our very own nuts. One wing from the Paladins Consortium, some epic races from the Imperial Inquisition driving for the glory of the Empire. Those dastardly pirates from the SDC aiming to prove a point. No less than two teams from the Diamond Frogs, and racing for science, the team from Canon Interstellar, led by the fantastic Lord Zoltan. 
uh, and four utterly bonkers commanders entering as privateers. Prizes are being finalised, as are details of the phenomenal trophy. Full and well-researched details of the race will follow this broadcast. In a brief bulletin, Commander Star-Lord Prime has informed us that his search for a cure for Cecil's hangover is taking a little longer than he expected. He has 40 rares left to collect and is beginning to feel space madness setting in. Stick with the course, Commanders. We all know that Cecil does, in fact, need your help. And finally, Team Hotbox ran their second trucking mission last Sunday with a convoy of 18 ships loading up on gin and mugs to resupply Jack's station once again. It turns out that Cocktail Week at that station over the last two weeks depleted their gin to such an extent that commanders resorted to mixing their drinks with just about anything they could find. It ate holes in their hut and mugs. The emergency supplies were of much relief to Jack's. There were rumours that a number of non-hotbox commanders misunderstood the instructions and turned up to assist. Arita noticed that there was no one there. Indeed, we are still researching the ship system incompatibility that means hotbox ships can't see or interact with any other truckers out there. In the meantime, Commander Skibbo will be keeping them trucking along for the mug. That was the news. The team are shortly leaving for Elite Meet and handing over to the station AI to run broadcasts for the entire weekend. So, it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. And that was the news. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are going to obviously do a quick advert and we'll be back shortly after that for some discussion. Uh, Dave, did you have anything you wanted to add before we go to a break? Um, well, not really, other than you may have noticed at the end of the news broadcast, we're all feeling a little bit of a downer today, as here at Hutton, it's the uh, anniversary of the passing of a comedy legend. <sighs> a very small but big man. I think it's fair to say. And then something, you know, uh, definitely from our childhoods that we grew up with. I think I heard it was Christopher Biggins today on the radio, who was a close friend, who was saying that, you know, we all grew up with the two Ronnies and Morecambe and Wise, and that was our, you know, comedy nights on a Saturday night. That was what we had to enjoy, and we loved them all. And yeah, this kind of marks the last one leaving us. It must be a hell of a funny place wherever they're going. Well, if you think about it, you know, your Saturday nights used to be the Paul Daniels Magic Show, followed by the uh, the two Ronnies, didn't it? And yeah. uh, they, they've all now departed. Uh, it is a very sad time. So, I think we're going to play a quick tune for this advert break in the in memory of, well, yeah, all of them, all the people and all these amazing lives that we have lost this year. And, uh, yeah, Ronnie Corbett being the last one and so far and, and can this year hold any more it's just kind of it's really really sad so we're going to play a little thing just to remember remind ourselves of <laughs> well frankly how rude the two Ronnies were without us noticing as children I think it's just one of these things that always makes me giggle when you listen to them now and you go oh my god my parents let me watch that so join us in a couple of minutes after this 
I'm calling you up on the telephone To say thanks for coming to the dance with me And let me take you home I'm sorry I seem so nervous And start just a stammer and so sweat But it's a start just as soon as I saw you And I ain't got over it yet I stared at your great big beautiful blue green eyes I wondered if you flirted with all the guys When you smiled and nearly shut right out the door Cause I've never seen such pretty little turtle teeth before I ain't usually a bashful boy, I've took out other gals I've kissed them on the back door step and promised to be pals But since I caught sight of you on the Brownsville buggy ride Why I've become just a stuttering bum and my tongue's perpetually tied my collar gets awful tight When I feel you close As I did it did last night I get a funny feeling in my brain And I can't move a word till I just gotta see you again she said she'd see me Saturday and I put down the phone My tongue is back to normal now, now I'm once more alone But next time that I meet her on Saturday night around ten You can bet your bottom dollar I'll be a stuttering bum again I'll grab her by the barn and push her inside I'll take my courage in both hands and ask her to be my bride And if she holds my clammy hand, tells me that she would Federation needs you, brave pilot. Join the Space Rangers, all five thousand of us. We are simply the best pirates in the whole of the gig in the Milky Way. Come to our headquarters on Mars and experience our marathon training sessions. Whether you're a complete freak or just need a refresher, we'll let the fuse of your piloting passions and make sure you don't end up a space dust. Don't be a drifter. Break away from your previous life. After eight months of training, you'll be able to join our club. We'll teach you the trio of skills required to join us as one of the best pilots in the whole galaxy. So take time out of your busy schedule and give the Space Rangers a twirl. It won't be a picnic, there's no riding around all day, but you'll get a real boost when you start cashing in bounties left, right and centre. If you don't fetch it up. When crunch time comes, you're qualified you can fly as part of our team or on the Toblerone. There are a limited number of positions available within the ranks of the Space Rangers. Numbers are limited to a maximum 5,000 pilots. 4,999 pilot positions open. Hutton Orbital Radio. Second-rate music, third-rate presenters. is 2015, and NASA launches the last of America's deep space probes. In a freak mishap, Texas Ranger 3 and his pilot, Eric Buck Naked, are blown out of a trajectory and into an orbit that freezes his life support systems and returns Buck Naked to Earth, nearly a century and a quarter later. 
heart our fun. You see this asp? This ain't your asp. This is mine. But it could be yours. Only from Lake On Spaceways. And we're back! If you'll excuse, I've been fighting kittens off the keyboard tonight. Um, it's been... <laughs> It's always so and so, so he is really, really cute, but doesn't stop you wanting to bark, be cue them. So, yeah, that was, of course, uh, Ronnie Barker doing one of the amazing uh, parody songs, the amazing, amazing songs by. Was it House of Hatton Jones? Yes, the yeah. two Ronnies. And we'll maybe find another one to play out for the end of the show as well, just to you know, just remind ourselves of how filthy they were and how they got away with it. We'll never know. Yes, if the two of us are ever as uh, ever as rude as Big Jim Jehoshaphat and Fat Nelly Jones, then we'll be doing. Uh, uh, well, no, we won't ever be quite that rude or quite that good, but uh, we do our best. <laughs> we'll wait and see how the weekend goes, because of course uh, you can be Fat Belly, by the way. <laughs> I think I've got it covered. Yeah, I think I've got that covered. Yeah, I think it should be fine. We can do that. Um, we, of course are here at the special Elite Meet Weekend. Uh, if you're coming to Glasgow, then it's fantastic. We've got a huge core trucker staff there in force for the weekend. Are you finished walking over the keyboard? No? No, you want to go? No, 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 don't step there. That's the power button. Um, I had that problem last night. So, yeah, this is this is, this is Storm. Say hello. Meow. No, he's not going to speak tonight. Down the floor and go and sit. This doesn't break. And uh, yes, yeah, so we're obviously going to be there in force at the Redhurst Hotel on the south side of Glasgow. Uh, we've got some representation coming from Frontier. We've got people from all over Scotland that haven't maybe made any of the other meets that have been throughout the last couple of years. And it's really quite exciting. And of course, this gets to that point of the week now where we start to have all those squeaky bum moments when the things that you want to work either aren't there or the equipment that you had that should do it doesn't do it anymore. That kind of thing. It's that kind of point of the week. Squeaky bum. Now, my, my stuff's all together. I shipped it off earlier. I'm flying out tomorrow morning at about stupid o'clock in the morning. Seven, I think, I'm flying. Um, and I managed to load up all of my side of the equipment into somebody's car. God knows if it'll get there. I think Alvin's <laughs> taking it for us. Alvin's good. I mean, he's very strong. Just put it in the pockets on his little back suit, don't we? He just an up, off he goes. Well, no, it's a little, a little carriage with uh, with with wheels on it, and uh, his, his his handler Snoz sits in the back and yells "Yeah!" and then Alvin bites him and runs off with everything. That's you know the way it goes. So we'll see you if you are joining, and do by all means if you are a hunting trucker and you have a sticker or a patch, um, do wear it proudly, and, and we'll see you there. We'll be in full. Um, Official uniform, I think, is the term, uh, which is difficult because I've got two uniforms. I've got the Lave Radio one and the Truckers one, and so goodness knows I'll have to wear a combination of them both. I'm going to be sweating like a pig, but it's just, you know, no well, just, just wear, the, wear the scruffy one. Just wear the scruffy one, that's fine. And of course, we kick off at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. Uh, I'll be seeing you, Dave, and Fletch at the, uh, the old Truckers. I'll be picking you up from the airport in the morning, and then, yeah, the day kicks off. I'm- the fun so we've got a we've got a guitar god with us as well. I understand. Yeah, well, I've been getting 
regular messages throughout the day that kind of, well, I'm not sure if it would be unfair to use the word pansy-ass chickening out or not. Um. (laughs) Well, no, I had messages earlier from the said guitar god to say he was looking forward to it, he'll be there on Friday, and he's buying all the beer. No, I didn't get that message. That would have been okay. No, I got the message of, <coughs> I've got a sore throat. <coughs> I'll still be there, but I've got a sore throat. Oh, and I, c- I, can't, I can't bring my guitar. I said, it's not a problem. We've got a guitar there for you. It's fine. Just bring yourself. Oh, I've got a sore throat. And then it'll be, I've lost my voice tomorrow night. And we're like, yeah, I write. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't play a guitar with your voice, do you? I mean, as long as his fingers are working and nobody's smashed them, that's good. <laughs> so yeah, we've got we've got a few um, bits of entertainment, which is good. We've got Oculus uh, VR system set up, and with the new runtime, if anyone's not seen the new menu system, it is stunning. And with the certainly one of our machines, I'm not sure what the other VR machine has hardware wise, but we've got a 980 Nvidia card, and the Oculus on the 980 is as smooth as silk. It is super intuitive it just feels so much better and it's one of those things that you don't realize that it must have been slightly off on the older card i don't remember it being until you try it on this and then you suddenly go holy crap this is amazing so just smoother smoother than naughty kitten's fur yes yeah well yeah his his fur is not very good because i've just kicked him across the room and he landed in his football but it should be fine. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And of course, your good self's going to be there. We're going to have Alvin's going to be there to make sure that we behave. We're going to have the the spy team leaders, and we're going to have Notebook Naked. That's the only problem. Although I'm pretty sure somebody at some point during the evening will be buck naked. Uh, if the history of these events is anything to go by, although I'm not aware of there being a bridal party there this weekend. No, I think you're thinking of uh, Lavecon. I'm sure Elite Meat has been the very soul of good behaviour and polite conversation. As it, on that note, we've got Cecil joining us as well at some point. So, yeah, loads of things to go in, and some good entertainment in the evening uh, to complement the games and, and all the bits and pieces that you can get involved in over the weekend. Uh, if you have a board game that you're desperate to play with a group of like-minded idiots, bring it along if you're coming. By all means, we've got table space aside so that you can fire up your games on a nice big table with as many people as you want, explain your rules, and then go at it for as long as it takes. And that's the beauty of this event. It's the full day right up to the early hours. Yeah, and we're not letting you be a werewolf this time, okay? After you out-werewolfed everybody last time, as I remember. A uh, werewolf? Oh! Weren't you werewolfing? I was werewolf. Very yeah, drunkenly? No, no, not drunkenly. Just in a, a tactic that's not been seen in that game before. No, it was quite spectacular in its success. And I think you, you and uh, we was um, was your brother playing that one at the same time as well. <laughs> yes, yes. And you was. tag teamed. You tag teamed some unspoken message between you that was going on that the rest of them didn't understand. Well, yeah. It's. I mean, with my brother and I, we have a certain code that works, um, and it's a case of it's not just so double bluffing. It's uh, double and triple bluffing, and then triple bluff reversals and things along those lines that uh, really make games much more fun 
Your parents must have loved you too. Well, yeah, after many, many a time of the conversation with other, could you run the hoover up and down the hall, and then five minutes later, would you mind plugging it in and vacuuming the hall? That would be nice, thank you, after you've done a couple of laps. And that was, yeah, the sarcasm in our household was definitely dripping. Oh, we're also joined in the cockpit tonight by the wonderfully marshy Hobermallow. Good evening, gentlemen. How the devil are you? Yeah, we're very, very good. We're very good. And we've really got some business we should be covering once we're finished chit-chatting about Elite Meat, which you're not good to... Well, I've been, I've been away for a few weeks. Chit-chat's fine. It is. But you, I've missed out. You're not getting to go to, to, to Elite Meat this year, are you, Mr Mallow? No, I'm afraid not, but Alvin has promised me the keys to Hutton Orbital, so uh, expect it in a different system by next week. <laughs> it's going to shift it. <laughs> I mean, if you could sort out George's pants for us while we're all offline, that'd be absolutely wonderful. Well, I'm currently making a crimson stain in George's pants, currently taking out system authority vessels. That's a horrible thought. And I've also noticed your your recruitment thread going on for your racing team as well, so we're assuming you might be uh, rustling up one or two more racers to join you. Um, I actually think I've got a full complement. Uh, I've got Commander Icini, Commander Flossie, and um, some Australian bloke that I can't quite remember the name of. Well, it's a way to go on not offending your teammates. Well, I could have called him a New Zealander, couldn't I? <laughs> well, Bruce will do, yeah? Bruce. <laughs> uh, Commander good. Bruce. Now we've got Vin back, it's uh, straight back into casual racism. It's, it's amazing. It's just, uh, we've missed you. <laughs> no, I've got permission from at least one Australian commander to take the mickey out of his fellow Australians, including talking an awful lot about those evil drop bears they suffer with down there. Yeah, I heard about them. They're quite rife. Yeah, try to unscrew the top of your head while disemboweling you at the same time. Really, they're nasty creatures. Look like koalas, vicious pointy teeth. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're coming up to, to Glasgow, and of course you must remember to bring your... Um cans of haggis repellent because uh, they can be quite a pest at this time of year oh I hunt haggis round and round and round those hills I was going to say you surely just go in a straight line and they'll never catch you they're clever little <laughs> anyway now I was listening in the last couple of weeks um, before we get on to any political stuff because we don't have our um, hot pit team this evening so we're going to have to wing it um, I did notice last week that you had a nice chat about the racing and what was going on and was wondering whether you had any outstanding questions, like, what's it all about? Yeah, so some real detailed information would have been useful. <laughs> we, we did have a good giggle last week at the fact that for the entirety of the show, uh, <laughs> Ober was doing some amazing impressions, and they were kind of wasted on me because I thought it was Ober's run, not Hogan's. <laughs> Which did lead to this really long, kind of awkward comedy that was going on last week. But had us all in stitches when we came to that conclusion. But I think we kind of covered the majority of the information. But I think possibly, um, if we do, if you want to go for a quick rundown of what the event is, and then how people can submit their teams, because we're getting close. It's next weekend, people. We're going to try and broadcast for as much of it as we possibly can. Uh, whether or not we tag team presenters throughout, we will do our best to make sure we get some good coverage for it. Well, we have two guest presenters actually volunteered themselves as well that uh, I haven't told you about yet. But we have um, two from another time zone coming to join us if we want to do commentary on any racing. Um, kindly donated by Kermit of the Diamond Frogs. Excellent. So we just need to maybe set up with some software or give them the information and then we'll have a, a decent coverage. So 
Uh-huh, that's what we really want to make it a big event. It is a huge mammoth undertaking and definitely one of those things worthy of the truckers. We do have a little special surprise happening at Elite Meet that has been killing every one of us that knows about it because we're desperate to share it. Desperate to share it. But we made a deal. We said we'd you know only reveal it at Elite Meet and uh, then we will put it up obviously on our social media so that you can catch up Oh, the 2.1 beta no 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 that one that's later that's this is one. better than that this is this is even better so we've all been sitting there sweating trying to keep that a secret and it's very difficult so don't ask any questions at all and um, it kind of is it's the feeling, it's the emotion that's captured of Hutton Truckers that's represented in these events and these special surprises because... Well, the, Gal- the Galactic Intern has said he's bringing his camera especially to photograph this special whatever it is that he doesn't know what it is. Excellent. And then, of course, you see, there's, there's the, the, the event, this massive endurance race, is again one of these fruitless and painfully difficult things to do. It takes an awful lot of time and very little reward that really fits that kind of trucker's emotion and feel. You're coming back up again, you wee bugger. Ugh. So do you want to run down the details of the event then, uh, Dave, where it is, and how people can get their teams involved? Okay, well, the, the basis of the event, it's not a short event, it's a long event, it's 596 kilometres, I think we mentioned that, about 600, but 596 as the as the uh, crow flies, or as the vulture flies, uh, between Reddy's Progress and Gucci's Progress on a planet called Cardinal in the Apartheus, Apartheus? Nobody can pronounce probably, Apartheus system. Details are all on our Facebook page, but also the official forum thread. Um, it's a long, long journey, it starts nice and flat, you skirt some great big you know, bowls in the ground, then over some hilly bits, and then some mountainous bits, and then some death and doom crevasses. Um, we're starting at high noon. That's a galactic high noon. That's not British summertime high noon or Eastern America high noon. It's, yeah, galactic game time high noon on the 9th of April. We've chosen that time because it gives us the maximum coverage from our American friends, our Australian friends, Eastern Europeans. We've worked out that's the best time for everybody to have a go on it. What we've designed it to be is a race that is for teams. There are four crazy people who decided to do it on their own, and that's sort of cool with us if they survive the experience. But it's designed to be in teams, so we're getting some cargo, which we'll release details of. I think you could probably guess what it is <coughs> for the mug. Um, but we're getting some cargo. We're starting at the start point. If you all happen to be an open and joining in a great big start line, that's fantastic. If you want to do it in a private group because you're worried about dastardly pirates or instancing, feel free. If you want to do it on solo, feel free. But what we're doing at the start point is we are photographing our odometers on the ships. We're effectively submitting proof at that point that we started at the start point. I don't care if you submit the picture of me yelling go in local, or you've got a little video snippet of the live stream shouting go, 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 or whatever you need to do to prove that you started and that is what your odometer reading is. Uh, That's the start. And at that point, you head hell for leather across the planet's surface, heading for Gucci's progress. Um, 
on the journey you are allowed to do anything you like as long as it's on your wheels but you're not allowed to fly a single stretch of it you've got to drive it if your ship is feeling a bit poorly and you've run out of repair materials it's more than acceptable to stop cool your ship switch to another srv and then carry on in a straight line similarly if you've got a teammate it's perfectly acceptable to drop a little bit of cargo for your teammate allow your teammate effectively to tag you and carry on on the journey while you take a breather go for a pee whatever you need to do go and repair your srv and come back again the important bit if you do that is you've got to photograph the handover and you've got to photograph the odometer reading so at the end of it you've got conclusive proof that you legitimately finished this race the burden of proof is on the racers if you cannot prove you did it then you didn't do it I had a question um, earlier from a commander said, if my ship, so if my SRV suffers with a, a PC crash, overheat, doom, is that a problem? And the answer was no, because when you get back into the game, your SRV will be exactly where you left it. Uh, if it's not, you've got a bad problem, which is why we recommend taking wingmates. But as far as we can tell from a pull the cable out test that somebody did, uh, also known as crashing, um, you come straight back into the same location again. So you race, you hand over, you photograph your proof and about 14 hours later you arrive at the destination once again you photograph your odometer reading so that you've got proof you've covered at least the minimum distance which is 596 kilometers in your srv uh, you cheer you open the champagne you do not do a flossy and blow up before you can dock because you do need to deliver your cargo at the end of it if you've got no cargo left guess what uh, you lose and that's basically the essence of it. We've got teams joining us. I've got a little rundown here of the teams, um, if you guys don't mind. No, not at all. Carry on. Okay, so we've got our very own Hot Rims team, which is the resourceful interplanetary mug shifters of Commander Babster, Team Chuck Jones, and Brett Riverboat, uh, all running in the GMT time zone, so somebody's on for a late night. Uh, we've got the team called the Goose Grills Challenge, one of our solo privateers, uh, also known as Goose4291, who will be running it entirely on his own. We've got the Insanity Yellow Wing, which is uh, Fazerina Van Castar and the Rock Lobster. Uh, they would be running in yellow, but you can't paint your SRV, so their ships will be yellow. We've got a strange team called Hobus Heroes, which we heard about earlier. Once again, I think... Th are you all on GMT, Hober? Uh, apart from Bruce. Oh, of course you are, yes. The, the, um, I've, the, I've got um, a question. Um, having Commander Flossie, do we get an extra set of mugs just in case one happens to, I don't know, drop into a crater and we can't retrieve no, it? You can, you can load your ship up with mugs, so if you lose mugs you can dock into your ship, put some more mugs on your SRV and off you go again. I would recommend taking a few spares. So do we need to go and collect our mugs ourselves? Uh, yes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> now, well, what we're also organising is we're organising one commander in a great big fat fatty ship of a cutter who's going to be in orbit round the system so that anybody who wants to pick up some mugs um, in advance or loses them or forgets them can actually go to our resupply ship, which will be in orbit. That sounds epic. We've got, we've got mug rats. We effectively have a mug rat. The fuel rats did message us to say, do you need uh, any refueling? I said, I'm not sure you can refuel SRVs on the fly, but they're seeing whether they can actually put together a team. So we may well have a fuel rats racing team coming as well. Anyway, we've got um, Team Mummy. Uh, which is Commander Bramston. Um, by Team Mummy, he doesn't mean Team I'm sucking my thumb and wearing a nappy mummy. He means Team I'm wrapped up in bandages because I injured myself mummy, I suspect. That was the picture he sent us anyway. Um, whose name's also Timmy, I think. 
Um, we have the Imperial Inquisition, who apparently are some quite experienced racers. So we've got DJ Truthsayer and Good Main, uh, one on GMT, one on GMT Plus 2, and two To Be Advised pilots. We have, and this one's been a bit controversial, we have the Smiling Dog crew. We have the notorious Harry Potter and Sunday coming mm -hmm. to join in the racing. In good faith, I might add, for those that are worried about it. They're coming to try and lift that trophy legitimately and laugh at us all. We have the Iron Frog himself, Commander Dude, uh, Dude with three O's from the Diamond Frogs, who will be running it in solo as another privateer. We've got Commander Reichdar, who will be running it in solo as far as we can tell so far. Um, we have had a message from Team Mobius that they're trying to put together um, a few people with wheels on the ground. They will probably be running in the Mobius group. Um, we've got the Paladin Consortium who bring in a crew. We do not have the Frontier Development's Dream Team. They have dropped out. Well, that's, that's, that's quite upsetting. That, that's, I know. That's scandalous. Uh, Don Antonacci has been interdicted by uh, family duties that day. Uh, I mean, what's even more upsetting is I sent Michael Brooks a private message on Facebook explaining who I was, asking him if he'd join my team. As soon as I sent the message, he logged off. I have to say, though, if, if Mobius's team is playing in the Mobius group, at least they won't be alone, because we know that the Smiling Dog crew like to play in there. Now, now, no poking the angry bear. <laughs> Oh, no, it's, it's, it does sound like an amazing event, and of course we're going to be oh, there. We've got, we've got Karen Interstellar joining us, and in fact, we're hopefully, <coughs> excuse me, at the weekend got a little something from them. We had a, a lovely message through from uh, one of their more science music commanders who's put together a wonderful tune based on the UAs, um, but Lord Zoltan and he and a few of the others are going to put together a, a, a racing team. They're currently working out the optimum racing speed for not dying, plus star charts to try and plot their way if they lose their compasses. And wearing tinfoil. <laughs> and biscuits. Uh, eating biscuits. Ninja. And, of course, our Hutton Nutswing have told us that they are probably coming. So we're waiting to hear from Commander uh, Michelle and um, her crew to see whether we have actually got a Hutton Nutswing. Excellent. Now, if there's anybody on the various different groups and things that are out there and you're listening in tonight or you're listening to this on iTunes or on the website and you think, you know what, I, I fancy a go at this. How do they get in touch how do they re do they have to register or can they just start it when they want and run it when they want and when they get to the end location we then would use you know the the difference in the time slots to prove it, or do they have to be there at that time well obviously with instancing we're not going to necessarily see if they're there but the start time is the start time you want to start two hours later that's fine but you've got two hours of catching up to do so the start time is absolutely fixed okay um, you cannot start before that time, you can start any time you like after it. But we're not going on who does it the fastest, we are going to go on who gets there successfully the first. The... whoa! Is that not the fastest? No, because Well, no, because you could, you, could, you, could, you could start two hours later, do it quicker than everybody else but finish after the first person to finish. We have had people saying, can I run it later in the day, and if I do it fastest, do I win? No, it's the first person to get there following the start time, not the fastest speed ah, you can do for that race. That makes Subtle sense. difference. Yeah, and it's going to be really, really a spectacle, so we'll try and get as much 
which coverage in in that respect if you are out there and you're not particularly keen on uh, running the event in your SRV or you don't have the particular skills because it can be tricky but you quite skills yeah look if I'll show you Okay, I was just you, turning up. <laughs> if you see me in in, in my uh, ship landing and you think that's bad, you should see me trying to go in a straight line in an SRV. Uh, I can't drive over seven kilometres per hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we've had a we've had a message, for instance, from Commander uh, Rex Minerva saying, "Is it okay if we bring you know support ships to fly over the route as we're driving it to spot obstacles?" And I've said, "Absolutely fine," and they qualify as part of your team. So if you've got aerial support looking for potholes and traps and routes. That is part of winning the race, so you're more than welcome to bring commanders who are flying part of the route to help guide you over it if you're doing the wheels on the ground bit. As long as the whole race is covered by somebody with the wheels on the ground, or the sum total of your wheels on the ground is is the whole race, that's fine. Um, but you're more than welcome to have ships flying over the route with you to guide you as to where to avoid these pitfalls. And record it, twitch it, do it, live stream it, record it until we can get videos and things. We want to see how epic your journey was. It's going to be a bit like the cannonball run, really, isn't it? Or the, well, we've got the buckyball run, but... It's the, that kind of well, the Buckyball team. Yeah, the Buckyball team are sending, hopefully, a delegation as well. Um, we're worried that if they do, they will probably spank everybody at it. Yeah. Well, you know, we can try and keep up. And there's all kinds of unknown factors to be you know, taken account of during this event. And we'll be on the air trying to cover the, the show and give you shout-outs. So get your messages in and out to us as you go along. And uh, we'll give you a shout out on air and we'll try and commentate on what we can see and we'll try and Twitch stream what we can see and we'll try and get as many of your feeds up onto a link so that you can watch who's involved as in it happens live, which will be spectacular. And that's what we have a request yeah. come through, sorry, while you're talking. Uh, a commander, Mark Asimov, has said he's uh, looking for uh, a team. If anybody's got a spare slot, he's in a GMT plus one and he's looking for a team to come and join. So if anybody's got a spare space in their team he's hunting for one excellent well we also have another wee shout out that we have to do and this is um, a particular well let's say a reluctant listener I think that's probably fair to say. Uh, so this is a, a big hello to go out to the Fletcher site office in New Zealand and it's a message for um, Helen sorry we can't turn it down our end you're going to have to get someone in the office to turn it down for you Apparently it's loud over there. Well, in their case, probably not allowed. No, it's loud. But it's on anyway. Loud. <laughs> yeah, well. Loud. Hober, so you had a question, Mr. Hober. Um, yeah, I've, I've been reading the Galnet News today, and it seems the Buckyball Racing Club um, are having a race on the 10th of April. Well, they're, so they're, they're 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 races going on all week. They have races gone o- over all week, but they have got some spare racers who might have their feet up on our days. So they've got, uh, I think, yeah, ending on the 10th, a whole series of uh, races going on. Should be exciting. Good day for so racers. F1 versus A1 GP. I'm not going to admit which one we are. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I think, you know, that should hopefully have wet your whistles and you either are going to be inspired to get involved and we look forward to hearing from you or you're going to go at something just to have a week tune in when you're free on the Saturday the 9th of April which is not this weekend but the following weekend and just yeah turn up at midday and let's let's have some fun together guys let's you know relive the hot orbital uh, run of an hour and a half except this one's probably going to be near what 14 hours 
Yeah, it's going to be more like the the kind of runs we were doing during the original CG, where you just go and go and keep going for hour upon hour. I'm also, I'm just going to concerned that the commentary is going to involve, and they're still going in a straight line. Yes. And Hobo's done a loop, the loop, and he's landed on Flossie, and oh my god, there are mugs everywhere. <laughs> so it should be a bit of fun. So Ooh, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it should, be, it should be great fun, but yes. Um, do we have time for the short, short, short version of the Hot Pit, What's Going On Hot Pit? Yeah, of course we do. Well, in fact, I was just going to go into the advice uh, from our Hot Pit team, uh, which is obviously to how, what we are now planning to undertake in George's Pantazis, is to try and resolve and recoup what we lost. Uh, the election didn't go to plan. It ended a day shorter than we hoped, and we didn't get the opportunity to run missions and stuff over the weekend to try and bring ourselves close to win the election. And then we realised that we were close to triggering something with the main faction because they were in lockdown, and then suddenly they were out of lockdown and they started to stretch away from us again. So, yes. Have you got a particular article from them? Did, you, did they? Did they? Did yeah, they no. Give I've you? got. Um, yeah, from from the Hoppet team to all truckers. Transmission starts. We have received news today that the government of George's pants no longer feel the need to run increased security patrols and have removed the lockdown from the system. As a result, their influence has jumped to thirty three point one percent, while we have dropped down to twenty three point four. We were within one percent of them, so they've had a huge overnight jump. We are now about to embark embark on Plan E. We have not forgotten about Plan D, which would have been fun and messy, but possibly not very productive. Plan E is to try and force them back into a lockdown state before we do anything, which we know is the only way we can keep their influence in check while keeping ours moving. We've identified four other systems in which they currently operate. They have less than 10% influence in any of them. So the mission objectives are now as follows. Number one. Destroy any ship which is a member of Crimson Bridge in George's Pants. Uh, system authority ships being your primary targets. Number two, destroy Crimson Bridge ships in the following systems. TZ Arietis ZZ, uh, where the Ant Grub Glue is, LP245-10 and Biotaka. This should then bring about a lockdown state across their whole influence without passing anything to our rivals in GP. So if we're getting them into lockdown using non-George's Pants systems that won't boost our other enemies. Uh, for truckers that do not want to fight or gain large bounties, we still need lots and lots of missions running. And in Alpha Centaurian Wise, we're fairly stable. Do missions, drop data, bounty hunt, trade, yeah, whatever. And in Altair, we are still just running missions only if you feel like it. There you go, that's the official line from the Hot Pit team. Can I just say, trying to find Crimson Bridge ships in George's pants is incredibly difficult. The only ones you will actually find... Is probably system authority vessels. I don't know how they've got so much influence with so many of the faction ships just flying around there. It's unbelievable. Well, this is why I think finding the Crimson Bridge ships in the other the other systems is probably easier. Well, and it's less counterproductive as well. So it's definitely it's definitely interesting. I think I'll probably you know get the Oculus on and head out there and do some. Oh well, no, I won't. I'll be at elite meet. I did hear a few uh, few rumblings from the team speak earlier that perhaps this might be a conspiracy. Put your meta uh, alloy hats on to stop us from getting a large pad because the jump in influence in one day was phenomenal and not quite what you'd expect. Maybe there's somebody out there trying to stop us from getting a large pad. 
and could well be because um, yeah, everything we've done to try and get large pads has come to nothing. And what we've said is, if this doesn't work and Plan D doesn't work, and we still haven't heard from the guys over in Altair, we might take our eye off George's pants and and have a bit of a crack at Altair. That would be a bit of a that would be a bit of a coup, wouldn't it? Is that one of the starter systems? Uh, Altair, don't think so, but it's um, it, it was or is supposed to be controlled by a player group, but as far as we can tell, it's a player group of one, and he hasn't been in-game logged in or doing anything for about ooh, uh, eight of the twelve weeks he's owned the system. Uh, he's not responding to any hails or communications. Uh, we're going to have a chat with uh, the guys at Frontier once more, just to make sure we can't get in touch with him, and then uh, all bets are off. I think we'll just take it over. Okay, sounds fair. Fair warning. So the spy team have already moved in then. No comment. Uh, was their comment? <laughs> well, I think that covers anything. Is there anything else we wanted to raise tonight? It's a nice little short show, so we can get back to getting organised for tomorrow. Because you've got an early flight. Hober's got a lot of evening of sobbing and cleaning out cubicle three. And I've got um, and red, red stains in George's pants. Yeah, yeah crim- crimson stains in George's pants. You, you. I think we know we can wrap up now unless there's any urgent uh, news that's broken out. No, the only urgent thing is I'm going to squeam myself to death when the special treat is announced at the weekend. We will probably be posting it up on, once we've released it to everybody else, on Facebook pages and pictures and forums and all sorts, so everybody else can go squee as well. Oh, we're, we've actually got some breaking news. Uh, hold on a second while. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite uh, serious. Uh, so uh, bear with me for a second while we. Um Breaking news just in. We have heard it from a very reliable source that remains have been found in the crane base excavation. That's right, we'll repeat that again. Remains have been found in the crane base excavation. Uh, There has been a website set up for anyone who has relatives in the area that may be concerned and are looking for information. That website is www.idontknow.com. That's the news. Right, okay, well that covers that one. I have no idea what you're talking about there. <laughs> no, sure we'll, we'll what out was later. that about? It's just, no, we'll find it's out news. later. It's news. It's just breaking news. It came in from the reports in the fields. We're on the fingers and the pulse, you know. We're Un- the unverified edge. reports from an unknown source, yes. Also known as <coughs> Commander Alajax. <laughs> That's very true. So, we'll wrap it up here then, and uh, we'll play out with another... A little tune from the amazing two Ronnies in memory of Ronnie Corbett, who sadly passed away today. Um, Yet another tragic loss in the entertainment world this year. And we will catch you again if you are at Elite Meet over the weekend. We will see you there. Come up, have a drink with us. We'll love to have a chat. Uh, If you have never been involved, in, in which case you won't be listening to this, and this is maybe a bit defunct, but we're looking forward to meeting people who have not been involved in the Hunt and Truckers, who have not met us, who have not 
had a clue so we can introduce them to PWP and what we do and why we do it this way and the fun and try and see if we can hook some more people into our fold. I think we're just shy of was it nine hundred members? Hang on, let me let me check. We have currently got after I banned one earlier, uh, eight hundred and ninety six truckers. Eight hundred and ninety six. So. We kind of toyed with the idea of we'll definitely be launching this special secret at Elite Meet, but we might just wait until we hit the 900 members on the Facebook. <laughs> so we just might. So as in we're going to know and we're not going to tell you. No, 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 no. <laughs> so Hobo, I'm sorry, you're just going to have to find four more truckers. But hopefully, oh, equally, you know, hopefully we will sign up for more truckers at the event. But for now, thank you very much, Dave, for joining me in the studio. Thank you, Hober, for joining me. Thank it's you very nice much. To be back. And uh, yeah, we will catch you guys next week. And uh, keep an ear out throughout the week and keep a look at our Facebook page and heartnorbital.com. Keep tuned to the radio for live and enjoyable music while you play Elite Dangerous. And we will catch you next week. Same place, same time, but different stories. We'll catch you then, and enjoy this. They told me when I left the jailhouse Now try to go straight if you can Now I'm doing fine cause I'm on a straight line You're working for the railroad man Oh Lord, I'm working for the About 15 feet an hour Lord, About 15 feet an hour Oh, I crouched all night Laying tracked out And the wind on my back Made me choke And I felt that the bottom Had fell out of my life Till I found that my braces Had broke Oh, Lord I found that my braces Had broke Somebody stole my hammer, but I still gotta earn my bread. And life ain't so grand when you're standing on your hands and driving in the rivers with your head. Oh Lord, driving in the rivers with your head. There's a curve in the track up yonder. People it sure is a downright treat to be with you, you know, ain't that right, Fat Belly? Who is Big Jim? My buddy, ladies and gentlemen, Fat Belly Jones. Thank you, people. Yes, sir. It's always a privilege to be allowed into your homes like this. You know, Fat Belly here, of course, he's been in more homes than I have in you. Oh, that's right, Jim, yeah. I just come out of one last week. You better? Sure enough, Jim, yeah. I ain't right, but I'm better. Oh, traveling around the countryside as we do, not doing a regular job, just getting our food and shelter where we can. Well, that kind of affects you, you know, good people. You know, it does. I mean, a strange feeling comes over you. A pleasant, unworldly calm settles upon your soul. And we have a name for it in the folk world. 
We call it laziness. Yeah, I love being lazy. I really work at it. Now we've just sung you a work song, and now we're going to sing you a love song. Because love and work, well, they're really, really big things in people's lives, ain't mm. they? Uh, I mean, what else is there? Yeah, the food. Yeah, we tried that one time. You know, Fat Belly wrote a song about food once. Uh, what was it called, Fat Belly? Yeah, I'm in love with a big red jelly. Never caught on, though. No, certainly didn't. <laughs> Boy, that was a Lulu. <laughs> yeah, that was a Lulu. People didn't know whether to sing it, eat it, or throw it in the fan. Sorry, anyway, here's the here's song. And Fat Belly here, he's got a new instrument. He just invented. Show the good people your new instrument, Fat. Well, here it is, Big Jim. Look, there it is. Uh, that's a mighty strange piece of equipment you got there, boy. Well, thanks, Big Jim. Uh, what do you what do you call it? Well, I don't rightly call it anything, Big Jim. But I, I suppose uh, if I was to call it anything, I guess I'd I'd call it uh, I'd call it Norman. Why Norman? Well, that's my favorite name. Yeah, but that's for a man. No, no, I like women too. If you call Norman, you're right. You ain't right, are you? Okay, let's hit the song. A little song a fat belly thought of while he was taking a bath. It's called The Dimples in Her Cheeks. Whoa, the dimples in her cheeks. Dimples in her cheeks She loves 